If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now. Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas, and I am excited. You listen all the way through the episode, or if you just want to fast forward to the end, I'm going to start posting opportunities for A, practice ownership, and B, associateships with folks that I know around the country that are doing great things. And I'm going to do a quick read of the opportunity, have links in the show notes to those opportunities, and I hope for someone out there, it can be a great connection to find either that practice ownership dream opportunity and or uh, a great associateship that leads to you know the, the balance, the work life that you're looking for. If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now. You've heard me talk about the opportunity in urgent care. So VetCheck believes in the power of your capacity to influence your patients, patient families, and be a leader in your community. How they do this is by giving you the freedom to take ownership of your future to make the biggest impact in your patients' lives. They equip you with a turnkey opportunity to take action on the dream through a unique pathway to owning your own VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise. They provide a solution to remove obstacles like competing against corporate dollars in the community that you want to be in and having access to hospital ownership, medical directorship, and more. Also, you become a partner along the journey. A vet check pet urgent care center franchise is the answer. If you're interested, check out episode number 80, where I talked to Dr. Siva and he shares more about his story and the opportunity. So if this sounds like something that's interesting to you, reach out and learn how you can own your own vet check pet urgent care center franchise today by visiting vetcheckforpets.com, which again is vetcheckforpets.com. All right. So back to the podcast. This is coming out later than I normally like to have my podcast out for the week. And I'm going to apologize, but thanks for bearing with me uh, from that standpoint. The reason being we had our first annual Vincere Wealth offsite with the team, which was amazing and um, really got me thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week. And initially I was going to try to record this over the weekend, got home, you know, late afternoon on Saturday, hang out with the fam and was just absolutely wiped. So (laughs) I did not have the best mental uh, capacity and clarity to record a good episode for you all. And I wanted to make sure it was quality before I recorded it. But one thing that really stood out to me as a, as an owner of a business, and a lot of you either have aspirations to be an owner or are, is the importance of ensuring that your team knows that you care, will invest in them and spend time. And obviously a financial planning practice is very different than a veterinary clinic, but at the end of the day, your people working on a team and that's really what wanted or got me to thinking about wanting to record an episode about 
team building and a successful business and practice. There's an amazing article um, by Dr. Michelle Drake that I'm going to actually walk through and chat on because I think it's an excellent short piece. We'll link to it in the show notes as well. Encourage you all to read it. There's some good takeaways, have a couple different comments on it. Um, But there was a moment when we were all together last week. So we went from Wednesday to Saturday and we went out to dinner. We were in Nashville, spent time on trainings, um, had some social time. But there was just a moment at dinner when everyone was talking and it was me just kind of observing the team and, and I wasn't in the middle of a conversation, but it was almost like that outer body experience where you're like there, but you kind of see everything at one moment. And it's had a huge smile on my face because you can just see that everyone was being able to interact. This is the first time we've all been together because we are a remote distributed team. So we had people from all over the country, which is again, very different with veterinary medicine where you're all there together, right? But it was just an amazing experience to be able to let everyone build and foster those relationships because it's going to make you know the next 12 months so much better just because of that. And it was, it was really cool to see. So I would highly encourage you all to, as practice owners, think about how to create experiences where your team can get together, foster and grow. And I know that it's hard to do that, but carve out time, spend some money and, you know, show them that you care and give them something and, you know, treat them right. And don't make it something that's in the office. Try to do it outside. And that can be difficult. I know everyone's busy. But um, highly, highly recommend it. Super um, refreshing, um, just encouraged, and um, yeah, just super excited about you know what we're being able to build as a company, and um, just wanted to be able to share that with you. But the piece by um, Dr. Drake is called "Team Building is Critical." Sorry, crucial. If I can read to a successful practice, and with that. She, uh, she starts off and she mentions it's not enough to just have a mission statement. The team must be aligned with that mission. The difference between a random group of individuals and a team are as follows. A team is united around a common purpose. A team has players with different specialties cooperating towards a common goal. Team members trust each other to competently do their specific job so that all the different actions come together successfully. Again, I think this is huge, right? A team has to be able to rely on others and really lean into what they do best and focus on that and not have to worry like, oh, if I don't do this, like nothing gets done, or there has to be trust there that they can do their, their, you know, piece of the the pie or their piece of the puzzle and the rest of it will get completed where you don't have to worry about everything else. So that to me speaks a lot of like a good team has good processes. And I think that's really, really important. And the more that I talk to practice owners and work with practice owners, I'm asking, how are you training? How are you helping develop the team? And the, the recent episode with Jason Coppins really talks about that. So I'd highly, highly recommend you go back. If you haven't listened to that episode and you are a practice owner, listen to what Jason talks about, about how to actually you know, bring on someone onto the team, train them and build that into you know your practice or hospital. Lack of teamwork affects every aspect of a hospital in three different ways. So she goes on to talk about client experience, because clients can perceive misalignment or mismanagement. Like they're gonna feel that you're (laughs) hot mess express in there, right? Um, Patient care, because when individuals are not fully communicating, you're gonna drop the ball, things get missed. Bottom line is more turnover, hiring, higher cost of, um, you know, continue to hire, maybe you're paying a recruiter, maybe you're doing, you know, other things with just time and energy and lower productivity until the individual is replaced. And that's super important. And I know I can hear people talking already. Well, hey, I would love to do team building. I would love to carve out this time, but we're just also darn busy. No, that's part of the issue is that you have to spend the time and energy on these things, like these softer elements to make it work. 
And it's like taking a step back before you take two steps forward. So make sure that you're investing in the team itself. And if you can't get the team together, you're going to always be struggling. So work, work, work on getting the team to buy in. And that can take shapes in a lot of different ways. She continues, two things get in the way of creating a strong team. The first is not having clarity on the mission, which leads to misalignment. The second is not knowing the steps to create and maintain that alignment. And I would agree. And to me, you have to know what you're solving for. So if you're the owner, no one should care about the business more than you. And you should not expect the rest of the team to care about the business more than you. And that's what drives me absolutely bananas when you know you have a practice owner, someone saying, well, the team just doesn't care as much as I do. They shouldn't. They don't get the upside of being a practice owner. Like to them, they're making an hourly wage or they're an associate or they don't have any equity. So they shouldn't care. That is normal. That is how every business works. The person that owns it is going to care a hell of a lot more than anyone else. So you have to get that through and that's okay. That's normal. That's not that you have, you know, a bad team or bad people. That's just the facts of life. And so you can either give them equity and so they have a vested interest or you need to understand that they're not going to care quite as much as you do. So you need to make sure like that alignment is, is clear. And she talks about there's four warning signs that may indicate a practice needs to focus on building a better team. High turnover. High turnover doesn't mean that, you know, oh, that was a bad person. Oh, that was a bad person. Oh, the industry stink. No, that's a, that's a management. That's a reflection of you. That's a reflection of, of, of you as a leader if there's high turnover. Confusion around processes. If the process is broke, it's not their fault. It's yours. That idea of extreme ownership. Um, Jocko Wilnick, who is a Navy SEAL, has a you know podcast, does some leadership stuff. Extreme ownership. You have to own everything that's broken. If it's broken, that's on you. You train someone, they don't get it, that's on you. You didn't explain it well. Like It is all your responsibility. And so if you take that extreme ownership of it, it makes it so much easier. Multiple subcultures, such as the back versus the front. Again, alignment of we're a team. We do this together. So maybe it's the incentive structure. Maybe you have an incentive structure that's a little bit broken and you want to have bonuses and you want to you know, dangle the carrot out in front of people, but you've created this subculture that's now actually destructive. So you got to have everyone in alignment. Feelings of exhaustion, being undermined or being victimized by employees or clients. Again, I think it's an easy one to get rid of the toxic people. It doesn't matter how good they are. Um, get rid of them because they're going to poison the well for everyone else. Same thing with clients. There's plenty of people that want to come give you money to see their pets. And if someone's being an asshole, fire them, get rid of them, tell them, Hey, sorry, but you can't treat my team this way. You do that a couple of times and you show someone that you have, you know, a, a backbone to support them and they'll go an extra mile for you. And I think I've seen this even, so my wife's a teacher, right? And right now I think a lot of the struggle of a lot of teachers is they feel like they don't have anyone backing them because the administration is bending over backwards to make parents happy versus saying, you know what, maybe your kid is just a little a-hole and not very nice and they need some discipline and they need someone to call them out on their, their BS. And so I think you have to provide that because if not, people are just going to be disenfranchised and they're just going to be like, eh, I don't care anymore. And that's kind of that, that vicious cycle and, and circle that happens. So some steps that um, Dr. Drake continues with initial steps to improve teamwork define mission values and culture, write it down, give it to everyone, talk about it. And you have to live it. You can't just say, Oh, we believe in, you know, open communication. And then you're not open with your communication model and reinforce the desired behavior. You have to lead. If you're going to say, Hey, we're always going to get out on time. That's super important. You need to do that. Hey, families first, something happens. You got to take that time off, implement regular meetings, reinforce priorities, build a team 
And uh, she suggests a two to three hour all staff meeting monthly. Shorter weekly meetings are ideal. Again, getting time together, spending time and hearing and listening and saying, hey, what do we need to work on? What can I improve to make life easier? And then working to implement that. You aren't going to have a magic solution overnight a lot of times, right? Because you're busy as well. But you need to listen and hear what people are frustrated about and, and let them know, hey, there's a solution coming. This is what I'm working on. I'm still working on it. And not just, hey, they're telling you inventing and giving you issues that are there and you're just ignoring it because that gets old too. And taking the next step um, to improve teamwork in your hospital, consider, um, she suggests three different books, reading Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business by Gina Wickman, great book. Reading The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, A Leadership Fable by Patrick Lynchoni. I should have read the uh, name before I recorded. Um, and then watching Create a Strong Team by Defining Your Practice Culture, sponsored by Merck Animal Health. So again, I'm going to link to the article in the show notes. You'll have all that information. Um, two other suggestions that I would uh, throw out there. Atomic Habits by James Clear. You as the owner should read that. It will make you way more thoughtful around building good habits. And then you can teach the team those really good habits because again, back to processes. If you get good processes in place, you don't need the motivation. You don't need these other things to happen. You, it just runs. You don't have to have someone that had a really good day. They might have had a crappy morning, but if there's good processes in place, they can just get there, do their thing and keep moving on. And I would encourage you to do the DISC or Colby assessments to understand the team's behavioral makeup, what makes them tick. So you know how everyone interacts best together. To me, that's super important and understanding how everyone interacts with each other. So this is a shorter episode. Um, again, like I said, been busy um, last week, had lots of good stuff going on. But um, with that, that's where I'm going to close the episode. Have a lot of awesome guests coming in November through the end of the year. That will be, you know, really good, interesting dialogue. So uh, excited to, to share those conversations with you. Um, as I kind of close again, one of the ideas of what I want to do is talk about really good openings for opportunities for associates, practice ownership around the country. So there's going to be more of these as they come up. But uh, the two this week are a central Indiana private practice. So equine or um, kind of GP companion animal. It is in beautiful Hamilton County, Indiana. It is full-time base plus bonus. Um, the team is fantastic. They are um, going to be a AHA accredited hospital. They have six doctors and you will have good flexibility on lots of good things. There is a link to this opportunity in the show notes as well. Again, central Indiana, beautiful place to raise a family. Um, good affordable cost of living for those that want to buy a house and can't afford it and where they're at, um, come to come to Hamilton County. It's a great spot. And then the other one, maybe you uh, are like, well, Indiana weather kind of sucks. I would much rather prefer to be on the beach. So what about a beautiful uh, practice where you can walk to the beach? So Fort Walton Beach, Florida. So Bayside Animal Hospital. It's a currently two and a half doctor, non-corporate small uh, practice, lots of growth and opportunity. It's been around for about 30 years, new uh, ownership back in 2021. So there's a young um, doctor that's taken over and really excited about, I think, what the future holds. They're growing and definitely want to uh, expand and hire. So with that, if you're interested in that position, uh, I'm going to put in the email in the show notes as well for Bayside, but it's BaysideVet251 at yahoo.com. And I will put in also the phone number. I need to get him to list that somewhere where I can send you a URL to, to apply, but, um, yeah, check it out. So there also is no weekends there. So I just wanted to throw that out there. There's no weekends at this hospital 
and um, it's important that they are going to get out on time is the other thing they mentioned. So with that, uh, thank you so much for listening as always. And I love feedback. So let me know if there's anything you would like to hear more about um, or things you want to hear less about. And with that, have a great week. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should not be taken as investment, tax, or legal advice. All comments are for educational purposes only. You should consult your team before implementing anything. Isaiah Douglas is a partner of Vincere Wealth Management. Isaiah is registered in the state of Indiana, California, Texas. The biggest compliment you can give to this podcast is to share it with a friend. Reviews help the show get found, and Apple Podcasts is the platform that predominantly is how people listen to the show. If you have three to five minutes, you like the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts, give us an honest rating and review. That'll help more people find the show. For all of today's links and information, head over to veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. There you can subscribe via your favorite podcast platform platform so you won't miss another episode. Finally, if you'd like more information, insights, and have the ability for your voice to be heard and interact with show guests, join the private Facebook group. You can go to the Veterinary Success Podcast on Facebook or head over to the veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom where it says about your host and then click on the Facebook icon. That'll bring you into the Facebook group. I'll approve you. You'll be in. And then I'd love to hear your questions, feedback, and anything that you'd like to see added to the show. So with all that, thank you so much for listening. I'll be talking again to you soon.